Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the Hobbs to his Shaw, Michael Howard. Man, we make a dumb pair, bud. Just a dumb pair. We're just always ragging on each other and like we can't get along at all. But we got to save the world. Michael, you know what? I can't stand your face and the way your mouth moves. Mm. Can't wait to shove my fist up your butt and make you talk like a puppet and say, oh, Michael. Blah, blah, blah. That's a well, joke from the movie. I can't I can't stand your prepubescent Harry Potter voice. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm known for. Yeah. And that's, you know what? That's exactly how I think of Jason Statham. Like, whenever I hear him talking, I'm like, God, who is this little wizard boy with this high nasally little Nancy English voice? Like, that's what I see Jason Statham. I'm like, who is this Ronald Weasley? Who Who is this just, I love how he says prepubescent mm-hmm. Harry Potter. Yeah. Harry Potter was already. The, yeah, for the majority of the series. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's what Maybe I book, book three, he starts clearly going through some stuff. Getting some feelings. What what a stupid, dumb, fun punch fest Mm -hmm. that that movie was. Uh, We were talking about it because you saw it with Curtis, right? I did, yeah. He he mentioned something and like this literally was just video game movies get a bad rap. And I think it's because they try to make they try to translate a video game which is a different medium to the to the film. And they try to make things that like, oh, you remember this from the video game? And it sucks. No one gives a shit. Nope. They just made a movie that was a video game that you wish, it was a video game cutscene that you wish you were playing the entire time. Yeah, multiple times Curtis turned to me and was like, I want to play this movie. Yeah, smash want, X to, I want to, to do this. Like Smash had, X to rotate your car and shoot a drone out of the air. Okay. Exactly. It had heists. It had It had fights. Had it great had, cameos that I was not expecting. Yeah, it had car chases. It had it had basically everything. Like it had falling through the air. It had Idris Elba on a motorcycle, and the motorcycle was also a transformer. Yeah, and I it made a lot of made, transformer sounds. It made the transformer sound like they <laughs> just they just took that one. They just yeah. like yeah, this is ours now. <laughs> they paid a licensing fee to Michael Bay, I'm sure. I guess, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a dumb one, and I liked it a lot, and I can't wait to see it again. Yeah. <laughs> it was, um, yeah. I mean, it was exactly what I expected it to be from the trailer, which I thought gave away the whole movie, but it didn't. There, yeah, was, there was more punching. There, there was better and more punching that I was not expecting. Yeah. Different types of punching. There oh, was some yeah. kicks, some really good kicks. Oh, God, so good kicks. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't want to spoil the cameos because they were just really good. No, yeah, we won't do that. But yeah, if you like, if you like the fast, the last couple Fast and the Furious movies, and you like movies with The Rock in them, or Jason Statham, or both, mm-hmm. preferably you go both. see that movie. Yeah, if you're just looking to waste two hours of your dang time, and okay, yeah, that's the, okay. That's the one thing. Can can we just go back to when movies were an hour and a half? Like I that, ain't got I ain't got time for this shit. Especially when you go during the workday. That's a bold Exactly. You we, boys you boys have a system down and like you, Michael, you were just talking about how not to blow up your spot, but like <laughs> you went golfing during your lunch break. And I have not eaten lunch away from my desk in about six months, and you dick boys are going to <laughs> see movie films. Well, yeah, and it used to be easier because the st- we would go see the stupid movies, right? The movies that Rachel and Tammy like were not gonna see, right? Right. The the, the movies the that, that I didn't, we didn't necessarily want other people to know that we had seen, right? Until you got on your podcast and talked about it, exactly. Right? But like yeah. now, all even the stupid movies, like this movie was two hours and eighteen minutes long. If you include the ninety-seven trailers that were before it, you were there for two hours and like forty minutes. To see pretty, some punch boys. And pretty soon. I mean, that adds up to real time that your boss is going to notice one day. Exactly. Like, I want it to be an hour and a half. I'm in and out of there in, in two hours. I can say that I went to lunch and had a client meeting. Bang, bang, boom. I'm I'm, I'm golden. Michael, I'm going to say this, and it is in no way true, but I don't know where they could have trimmed any fat off this thing. It was just <laughs> a lean, mean fighting machine. <laughs> Not a single minute could have been trimmed. 
dude, this this movie had more endings than uh the fucking Lord of the Rings movie. Yeah, that's true. And again, like I get like they this movie was made because The Rock and Jason Statham had like pretty good chemistry just like throwing zingers at each other in another movie that was just like an ensemble cast and they were just like f- sniping at each other. And that was funny. But in this movie, it was just like literally like a nonstop like, you're Harry Potter. I can't wait to put my fist up your butt. I'm going to kick your face into tomorrow. Like, it's like, okay, I get it. it. You guys got, don't yeah. like each other. Can we get to the point where The Rock calls you brother? That's all I care about. Can we get to the point where you guys punch people in the mm-hmm. face? Um, Yeah. Yeah, I could have done with like 45 minutes less of the banter. Mm-hmm. Like it was fine for for like the beginning, and then you're like, okay, I get it. You guys hate each other, and it's like, all right, no one at this point, people are about to die, people's families are in peril. Like, there's no way that these stupid assholes are still sniping at each other like this, right? And it's it's funny too, because like for the and this is an odd an odd one for this movie franchise specifically. These two guys spend 2 hours getting their asses kicked by mm. the villain of this movie. Yep. But the whole time they're just big timing each other. It's like, okay guys, <laughs> maybe let's let's earn it. You haven't earned this yet. You haven't even landed a punch on it yourself, but which thank God his face is perfect. Don't hurt it. Oh yeah, please don't. Well, anyway, Michael, what do you got going on for me this week, buddy? Oh man, we have so much. There's so much to talk about. It was a week. There's a lot I obviously don't want to talk about, but man, there was just I mean, I feel like we have to start with hogs. We have to we have to start with 30 to 50 feral hogs coming into my yard within 3 to 5 minutes of my yeah. small children playing outside. Yeah, not not our not the typical tilt hogs, but like actual like real pig hogs. Big old big old hogs. Big old hogs. So there was a tweet in response to somebody saying that like no no one needs an AR15 or any type of similar the incredible Jason Isbell, musician, yes. um, who I felt like I was getting in on the ground floor of this 30 to 50 feral, feral hogs uh, action because I follow Jason, saw his tweet where it's basically like, if you're the one, if you're the person on the internet today saying like, hey, an AR-15 isn't an assault rifle, <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, you're part of the problem, please shut up today. <laughs> and then so, so this guy's like, well, real question. What do I do when all these massive pigs come storming into my yard within three to five minutes of my children playing? 30 to 50 feral hogs within three to five minutes. And like they're summoned by his children playing outside. Yeah. Someone, yeah, like the children go outside, the hogs smell them, and then just start ransacking his yard. They go hog wild. And uh, <laughs> my first reaction was like, Yo, bro, you need a fence. Yeah. I mean, so that's like, that's the obvious. So it's like, hey, bud, what's just build a fence or I don't know, build your kids a fort so they have defenses, um, <laughs> build a whole like stake system and pits. But and I will say if I was so, Michael, you know, I, I haven't really talked about where I work, but I do social media for a large brand. Um, and if I was a cool brand. All I wanted to do was tweet about pig stuff that day, yeah. and I wasn't able to. You know, it's um, somebody did the math. It was something like five. If if that was actually true, it would be like five million pigs by week's end mm-hmm. at yep. that rate. Um, so yeah, I mean, like that's that's the type of just asinine responses you deal with when you start to talk about like gun control so is like that's, oh there's one person in fucking bumfuck texas who has to shoot hogs so now everyone gets to have an ar-15 i'm sorry fucking build a fence like a normal fucking person which so a couple things so one like everyone was like first of all an ar-15 is not even a good way to kill a single hog definitely no. not 30 to 50 hogs. You need some shotguns also okay so hey at a certain point, it feels like he's using his little children as bait <laughs> to draw in the feral hogs so he can pepper them with, like, rifle rounds. Hey, the bacon doesn't doesn't come without some bait, you know? I guess. I mean, I mean, maybe he's that good of a shot. He's just, like, sniping pigs out, out like, while they're trying to take his kids away. But, <laughs> so, here's that. I want to talk about, like, the meta thing of Twitter, which, like... I feel like, I mean, a lot of people are not on Twitter, and, like, this meme was definitely, for the most part, constrained directly to Twitter. Oh, yeah. And 
Twitter is one of those places where it makes you feel terrible about literally everyone on it, everything going on in the world. It's such a hellscape all the fucking time. But then every once in a while, it just brings you this like moment in time of just the entirety of the platform making pig jokes for two days straight. <laughs> You're just yeah, like, yeah, the, um, this is still funny and it only gets funnier. There were song parodies. Mm-hmm. There was memes, there was videos. I mean, like that is the one. Like every time I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna delete Twitter because this is, it's awful. Like I know I don't want to deal with this anymore. I don't want to read about this shit. Everyone on here sucks. But then thirty to fifty feral hogs show up, and I'm like, man, I would have missed all this. Would've like I mentioned, this. I mentioned feral hogs to Rachel, and she was like, what are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? I'm going to be riding high on these hogs for months now. Like, I'm like, well, remember those hogs, though. <laughs> We're, I'm going to be peaking, like, the election, the 2020 election season. It's like, I don't know, maybe someone will tweet about pigs again and I'll be fine. Yeah, it, it is. Um, I saw a tweet one time that basically said uh, there is one. There's, like, one main story, like, Twitter, like, stupid Twitter story every day, and the goal of everyone on Twitter is to not be that story. hmm Yeah, you just have to. And, like, honestly, it's not that hard. You just don't reply to people on Twitter. <laughs> exactly. You don't reply or you don't put out your own content. And that's the only rule, and you're fucking fine. Yeah, I don't think I've actually, like, straight up tweeted something that wasn't, like, a retweet in in months. I think I just I don't have it. original content. I think I tweeted something at NPR the other day because I'm that guy now. Uh, and I'm just Wow, like, that's the whitest thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. I tweeted at NPR to fix the reporting. Um, <laughs> I will say there, there's one thing that I did like. Someone tweeted about these hogs and they're just like, you know, it is kind of heartening that um, an entire platform of people saw one man's argument about why he needed guns and in one voice we're all like, yeah, you know what? That's actually the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You don't need guns, you big dumb idiot. <laughs> Yeah, um, you know, not to get too political on this podcast, since we, I think we do a pretty good job of hiding our political leanings. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck the GOP. Eat shit, Trump. But seriously, at this point, when everyone's like, what are you going to do? Take away everyone's gun? Yes. Mm-hmm. Take away all the guns. I th- I, you know what? I used to be like, no, we don't need to take, we just need gun. No, fuck you. Fuck you. We're taking them away. Yep. I'm going to personally come to your house and I'm going to get them. I'm going to breed an army and train platoons of 30 to 50 feral hogs to come in and just take your guns away from <laughs> and you. And just root root in your house until they find all the guns. Take your guns. They're going to take your kids. Oh, man. It just it can't be stopped. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I don't know if it's that we hide our politics. It's just that we don't ever want to talk about politics because it's the worst thing on the planet. It's the absolute worst. Yeah. But every once in a while, you get feral hogs. So yeah. there's that. Michael, I want to talk to you about government overreach. Oh, yeah. It's time. Politics as usual. Yep. Sorry. Um, Michael, have you ever considered changing your name? I haven't because I Hmm. like my name. Michael's a great name. name. It's a great name. I mean, it means like he who is like the Lord. Exactly. Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. Is that Archangel? Uh yeah he's he's one of them he's yeah. one of us he's a, he's a good guy yeah has a big sword probably um, there was that movie with John Travolta what where about the archangel yeah that's fair so. well Michael how about here's here's another tag have you ever been playing a video game maybe online and you like have tried to name a character and like PlayStation Network or Xbox Live is like nope sorry you can't <laughs> say that you just said a bad word you bad boy <laughs> I think we tried to uh so me and Curtis used to buy the uh, we will buy like the uh, NHL video game mm-hmm. the, the one that's like two years old for five dollars yep and we'll create players and i think one time we tried to put in like butts and it was like nah no yeah. you can't so, put butts in here yeah ea sports is uh, has a pretty sophisticated like even in the online chat like you can't say butt you can't say poop <laughs> like it just asterisks it out um and i was playing uh red dead redemption 2 the other day i finally started playing that three years late and um, I tried to name in the single player portion of the game, not connected online or anything. And I think I tried to name my horse who was an asshole. He was a bad <laughs> horse. I tried to name him Turdmouth. And the game was like, sorry, you said a bad word. <laughs> and like it stopped the game and brought up another screen that was like, hey, potty mouth. Not not today. Not on Rockstar's watch. <laughs> By the way, there's a prostitute. Go kill it. 
I'll <laughs> say Rockstar Games, the people who brought us Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. Don't say won't turd. Won't let you say turd. Don't say turd, you bad boy. Did you try just saying turd? Or was it Tur- turd mouth? I, uh, for, I started with turd mouth, and then I was like, well, maybe that, that image is offensive, and they know that. So I just went, I went to turd, and uh, that, that, that still caught up huh. the profanity filter. Because cause typically you can say, like, ass, mm-hmm. but asshole is no good. Right. It's, a, yeah. it's like the ass is like, okay, everyone, you can see the ass, whatever. If, if you're talking about an asshole, that's just a problem. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, NBC, like network television rules. You can say ass, you can say butt, can't say butthole, sorry. No. Yeah, so, well, Michael, apparently the British government plays by rock star rules. (laughs) It's fine to kill prostitutes on this this great soil, but you can't make your name a naughty one. Mm. Um, So a 33-year-old British man named uh, Kenny Kennard. Apparently changed his name. This is he changed his name for the second time to this, by the way, um, as a joke. And he recently tried to renew his passport. Wait, wait, as a joke? How easy is it to change your name in Great Britain? You do it on a fucking joke. Well, so he changed his name once, and then he changed his name possibly back, um, and then he changed it again. And it has to be pretty, pretty close because also he tried to renew his passport. For a bachelor party he was going to in two to three weeks, and him trying to renew his password, passport caused the UK's home office to say, well, your name may cause offense, and we're not going to let you have a passport now. So his name was Kenny Kennard. What did he change Kenny it Kennard. to? Poop mouth? Nope, it was Kenny fu Kennard. So Kenny fucking hard. <laughs> fucking hard. Okay. One, that's, that's pretty clever. It's pretty good. It's pretty it's good. Yeah. Um, two, I feel like if he would have left out the dash, it would have been less obvious. Mm-hmm. Fukinard? Yeah, it yeah. would have been fine. Because you could be like, oh, no, it's Fukinard. Yeah. How like that, that actually sounds like it might be like some Nordic name, right? I'm a pr- I'm proud line of Fukinards. How dare right? you? But you like, you look at this. I assume this guy's white. Uh, I have to assume so. <laughs> Being Great Britain and changing his name for funsies. Um, Michael, if, if there's one thing I know, it's that only white people change their names on government <laughs> documents for jokesies. For jokesies, because you have no you no fear of repercussion. Michael, usually. Would, would you care to guess what governmental agency told him to change his name the first time? The first time? So he changed it when he was 16 years old. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, sure. Uh, I don't know, like a college? Maybe he was going to public school? No, it was the army. <clears throat> the army. Uh, the army told him to change his name from... So he at 16, <laughs> he changed his name to Coco Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Who lets a 16-year-old change their name? You can't even, I mean, you can't even get a tattoo in the U.S. at at 18, until you're 18. Look, I used to think that I was an adult Mm -hmm. when I was in college, and even shortly after college. And what I've realized, and I know this makes me sound super old, but like, Mm -hmm. I was an asshole. If I had even thought there was a possibility of me changing my name to something stupid for funsies, I might have done it. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, if if any of us had just like suggested it to you, and there was like a mild, if like if you had a cool name like Coco Kenny lined up, no, for sure. Yeah, like if there was just Moneyball Michael sitting there, you're like, yeah, that's me now. I'm just Moneyball Howard. Thank you. <laughs> that's what they call me. If you were slightly better at shooting three pointers, mm. you would have just been Hoops Howard. Hoops, yeah. Michael Michael Hoopsward. My my. Uh, very first screen name on Prodigy was Hoops582, and I carried that over to AOL. I remember your screen name well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Hoops, <laughs> obviously. It's pretty... It I mean, probably would have been Hoops McGee, actually. Yeah, and I mean, we're all worse <laughs> off for not getting it. But, um, so apparently... So Coco Kenny, then he changed Coco it Kenny back. Coco Kenny Kennard, and the then army went, was like... The army was like, this is too mature for you to be in the army. And also, no one's calling you Private Coco Kenny. I'm sorry. <laughs> wait, so he changed his... his. Well, wait, that was his whole name? 
So his name was Coke. Actually, he changed his first. I think he changed his first name to Coco Kenny when he was sixteen. Uh, so Coco Kenny the army. Canard. Okay. Yes. Actually, no. So it, now he changed his last. Like, okay, I understand changing your going somewhere and changing your first name, but changing your last name is a whole other. Just you're opening up so many problems. And so I don't know what the UK system is like, but the thought of like credit unions in this fucking country think i'm my dad because they actually think my dad's name is an alias for me (laughs) which is cool first of all but like i I keep talking with like uh my my boss recently got married and she had to go through this whole rigmarole of changing her name and like yes it sounds uh, yeah your wife had to go through it like it sounds fucking miserable. You have to fill out a form. You have to go physically to a social security office. You have to bring your current social security card, the marriage certificate. I had to be there. Your old patch. Like, you have to bring every documentation that has your name on it ever just to change your fucking last name when you get married. At some point, we were sitting in the office and I was like, I don't care that much. Like, you keep your name. I don't need I don't need it. Yeah. I don't want to be here for another hour. <laughs> also, gender roles suck, so whatever. I'm out. Actually, I, I honestly would have taken her last name instead, but I didn't want to be Michael Christopher Christner. Oh, that's a tough one. I would have had yeah. to change my middle name, and I kind of like Michael Christopher. Yeah. You know? so, again, solid one. See, another saint's name in there. Oh, yeah. And I know so you, biblical. bud. I know, I know how much you love that. <laughs> so, apparently... Um, Hold on. Um, so I guess he had applied. So this is the crazy part. So 33-year-old man now, when he was 19, joined the army, he had he was told to change his name back from Coco Kenny to Kenny Kennard. So his name was Coco Kenny for a good three years, though. Three years. Terrific. And then, the, then the army was like, no, that's too immature. And like, we're the British army. Like, we'll do something sometime. Um, so then he successfully applied for a driver's license with the name... Kenny Fukinard, uh, in 2016 as a 30-year-old man. This is not a man who should have any travel rights at all. No. Like, he shouldn't be allowed to buy a, a train ticket. To be fair, though, they should have just let him go and not let him come back. That's true. Be like, no, um, we don't want you here anymore. Sorry, Kenny Fukinard. So apparently he had no reason to, quote, suspect it would be any different applying for a passport. But the Home Office dismissed his application on three occasions in May, June, and July of this year, uh, citing its longstanding policy on changing names, which are incredible. Um, the official guidelines list a series of, quote, names that may cause outrage or offense, which I need to find that list. <laughs> need it. <laughs> but then also includes the, quote, use of swear words, sexually explicit references, inappropriate religious connotation, is vulgar offenses or li- offensive or libelous to an individual, or makes use of a name of a person living or dead, which may cause public concern. So I'm shocked this guy didn't go with, like, Kenny Gandhi sucks. Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, I'm Elvis. Yeah, I mean... What's crazy, though, is that, like, where did he change this name? Because he got a driver's license, so, like, it... Well, I guess, I mean, different... I mean, I went to Georgia to get my driver's license. I have to go to the federal government to get my passport. That's and a good point. Georgia would probably let me get a driver's license where I say my name is 9-11 Inside Job, but <laughs> <laughs> the passport office might have a different view. <laughs> like, um... Hi, I'm George Bush. Did 9-11. It's just amazing to me that some of like, in the U.S., if you have something, if you think that you're clever and you have something Mm -hmm. real clever about your name, you just get a vanity plate. Right. In the U.K., since they don't have as many cars, I guess you just change your name. But the car, the, the, the license plates have so many more numbers over there. And they're wider, so you get, the joke is funnier. I think it's all, yeah, so... Can you get vanity plates in the in the EU and the UK? I don't think I've ever bet, seen one. I bet not because you know how they're like they are like the thin and wide ones. I bet the first vanity plate that they ever gave to anybody was just the number eight, seven equal signs, and an uppercase D. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, hey, you know what? Sorry, Kenny ruined it for everybody. EU vanity plates, custom European license plates. 
Well, I don't want a custom one. I want a real. I want a real. I know. Yeah, you can you can get one made by a random company, but I don't (laughs) think you can actually get one. Michael, I have one to order for you. Thank you. I (laughs) just said it. Um, Michael, what's the worst? I mean, yeah. So your point though for a vanity license plate, like if you get it past like the board like dmv clerk you're like all right i won it got through the system yep, i'm a genius yep. it beat the ea filter i i i am now licensed turd mouth great did it <laughs> i've done it they i i pulled a, a fast one i feel like if you get away with it here you get away i mean like obviously but i'm i'm shocked that the password office was keeping a close enough eye i'm like oh maybe they just have anything with fu they're like we better take a look at this one yeah, anything that just starts fuk, and I'm like I'm telling you, man, he put the he put the the hyphen in there. Yeah, the end dash. Like, what what was the point of that? There's no, there's no need for like, it. Like, you're just drawing attention to it. Like, you're it. Be, it went from being clever to being like too like you're trying to you're trying too hard. And like the, I mean, the best part is I can see the progression of this, like. He was just drunk in a pub one time. It's like I'm fucking hard. No, I'm getting good. I'm fucking getting good hard. <laughs> just like it's like yeah, fucking hard. That's fun. I'm, I'm a joke smith. Sure, but then just put the fu, man. I am so concerned because like he has to change his name back now or yeah. change his name again at least. What are the odds he goes to Kenny Kennard? Like as just, oh zero percent. He is he. So in the article you sent me, like he thinks that they're taking away his freedoms. So he, if he does have to change his name back, it's going to be something that's like, I don't Kenny know. Bre- Kenny Brexit rules. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny Boris suck my dick. I don't know. Like it's going to be something ridiculous. There's no way this guy didn't vote for Boris Johnson. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Just sorry. Not. <laughs> Michael, if you had to come up with an like, with a a name that you want, you needed to get past the U.S. censors, what would it be? So I don't know what I don't know what the name would be that I would pick, but I will say that uh, this reminds me in high school there was this guy who he was just such a weirdo, but like no one calls me Mike, everyone calls me Michael. Mm-hmm. I'm, we're the opposite. It's why we work so well. Exactly, and. This guy, whenever he would talk to me, he, he insisted on calling me Mike and calling me by my full name with Mike. So he would come and be like, hey, Mike Coward. And I'm like, ha, ah, that's that's clever. Mike Coward. Ha. I'm, yeah, I guess. Like, it's clever. Ha. And he would just do it all the time. Anytime hmm. I talked to this kid, he would say that. I saw him a couple years ago. We were at an event. Uh, it was one of our high school friends got married. They invited all of us back there. It was a big Indian wedding. I saw this kid come up to me and he's like, hey, Mike Howard. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? We are 33 years old at this point. It's not my name. <laughs> what <laughs> is wrong with you? Like, it was barely clever when we were 16. Right now, it's just fucking dumb. Did he say it with like the dumb look on his face and like, eh, no, like not like a, hey, you remember that kind of thing? It was just like, that's just, that's just who I was to him, I guess. I guess. So, yeah, I wouldn't go with that. Yeah. I'm, I mean, yeah, not a very adventurous one. If, we're, if I, I mean, ever had to write things, uh, write my name on things to to signify them as mine when I was younger, I would always write MC Howard because it was like, like MC Hammer. Yeah. yeah. That's which, pretty is, good. which is pretty good. That's pretty solid. I yeah. I always fancied myself a uh, a young MC. A young MC when I exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure your your giraffe like features really <laughs> played that. You really lent a lot of credence to that one. Your <laughs> your ambitions. And one time, <laughs> so you always complain that I never give you any any premium. Yeah, I've been Michael, waiting. Young Michael Howard content. So I remember one time I made my own radio show onto a tape. Like I, I talked to <laughs> the first podcast. I was, I was podcasting before podcasts were podcasts. Yeah. Okay. What was the what's the content? I honestly also, do not I remember. This fucking. Does your mom have this tape, Dina? I, <laughs> <laughs> hit me up. 
So yeah, I was I was born to do this. Is what I'm saying. So there's no tape. Uh, there might be a tape. Um, I think the only thing I remember there's definitely video of this somewhere. My sister can probably dig it up and put it on on the Instagram. Um, me and her and one of her friends, I think her friend Kelly. We did, I think I was maybe like 10 or 12, like that age, rage, and my sister's like eight or nine. And uh, we did like a fake news show. And all I remember is me being at a table talking, pretending to be a Russian scientist saying that Russia had invented a rocket dog. And then we cut to a clip of one of us holding our little chihuahua and flying it in front of the camera, <laughs> making rocket noises. That was pretty good. Oh, that's amazing. So what would you do you have any names in mind? I mean, I already gave you 9/11 inside job. Like I I just I don't know. I don't <laughs> I don't know how to top that one. That's a good point. Yeah. Um Bob, we had a baby eats a boy. Sure. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow aging eggs and cooch, I don't know. Bob, we had a baby eats a boy is one of the best commercials I can ever remember. Yeah, it's it sticks with you. I, I mean, don't remember just, what it was a commercial for. 1-800-COLLECT, you fool, you big dumb idiot. Oh, was it? Yeah, oh, God, do you remember call... when we used to have 1-800-COLLECT? Holy shit. And I what remember those commercials. Time. I remember almost every single one of the commercials like, hmm, a pretty good service. <laughs> <laughs> I can make a phone call and they can pay for it? <laughs> ah, I'm nine. That seems like a good deal. Yeah, uh, We Had a Baby Eats a Boy is one of the best commercials of all yep. time. Michael, any other stories for me this week, buddy? Yeah, we... I, this kind of came out last week, I believe, but we did not get to talk about this monstrosity. I think it was like the the night we were we were recording. <sighs> what is the one flavor of ice cream sandwich that you just like, and don't say like poop ice cream sandwich. Like what what f- actual food flavor of an ice cream sandwich can you think of that would just be disgusting? Cheeseburger. Close. Hot dogs? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Oscar Mayer oh, came man. out with a mustard and hot dog ice cream sandwich. And now I have to I have to commend them for not doing ketchup on the hot dog. Because fuck ketchup in general, but especially on a hot dog. Hold mustard on, is what I would any- go with. Oh, I was gonna ask if they did any condiments in their hot dog mustard. Oh mustard. Oh, mustard boy. and hot dog ice cream. Sandwich. There is a picture here. Of Here's the an important question. Here's an important question. Do they use Oscar Mayer hot dogs in their ice cream? Oh or yes, was they it do. There are hot dog bits. I was gonna say though, are is it like Nathan's hot dogs or like a Hebrew <laughs> National something? Oh no, Vienna. Oh no, no. You Boy. don't get it. You don't get the good stuff. Okay, just I don't a get the, straight up. Let I don't me, get premium hog anus. I get these thirty to fifty feral hogs. Okay, got it. Let me let me. These are the four. These are the four ingredients that they point out: S- spicy Dijon gelato, gross, yuck, awful, candied hot dog bits. Oh, I, how do you candy a? Hot, I don't know. I don't want to know. Hot dog sweet cream, uh, and a cookie bun. Oh, good. Okay, I'm yeah, gonna yeah, cookie okay. bun. That sounds pretty good. What the fuck is a candied hot dog bit or a hot dog sweet cream? I mean, I know it. Like, I mean, Michael, you know me. I love a good candied pecan, like a praline pecan. Candied bacon? Sure. I assume it's that. Although, now, okay, you say, this looks like just like little crumbled (laughs) nugs. Like, nugs. it does look like someone coated tiny pieces of hot dog in sugar and then deep fried it, which... Now that we're talking about it, I'm not super against. Look, I'm fine. Okay, yes. Candied anything is delicious, but why? I mean, that's the important question. I'm going to be honest with you. The hot dog sweet cream might play. <laughs> that one, like, that one might actually, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about the flavors. And if you just get a little, like that little bit of like savory hot dog water, eating a nice, like you balance it with some sweet cream ice cream. That might not be terrible. Where you're what really in the losing- shit are you talking about? I'm trying to save this product. <laughs> I don't want it, but I'm thinking about it, and it's like I like a good hot dog flavor, and it matches well with like a. I feel like it would match well with like, you know, Michael. You know when you just like slam a hot dog, and then you're looking around for a bevo, and you're like, hmm, look at that big glass of milk, and you just chug it. You know, it's like that. Okay, look, I actually will give it to you. So like, 
I like to dip my Wendy's chicken nuggets into my Frosty. There we go. Okay, that's, so that's what I'm similar, saying. but like I cannot get over out of all the fuck, where they're losing me. This is where they're the losing hot me. Dog stuff. This is where they're losing me. Spicy Dijon gelato is something I never want to hear as a phrase again. And like the visual, the visuals of this whole thing, it's like you got your half of a like sweet hot dog sweet cream with hot candy hot dog bits and then in like a lady finger cookie bun yeah and then the other half is just this solid yellow mass of just like it looks like peppery butter i just can't even imagine what that tastes like it's got to be awful also gelato who you think you are oscar meyer (laughs) you think you fancy fuck you that's not gelato you know it's not gelato oh i mean it's no gelato is typically not built in bricks <laughs> apparently if you're in new york city if we have any listeners in the new york city area the week of august 12th you can find the wiener mobile and they will give you one this goes up tomorrow august 9th uh so hey matt our friend matt you better go buy one of these fucking things <laughs> yeah i don't even think you need to buy them i think you can just show up to a wiener mobile and they'll give you one you know what you know what bothers me though about this Really? More more than the spicy Dijon mustard or the candied hot dog bits? Please tell me. I mean, that that's table stakes, Michael. Obviously, that is viscerally upsetting, and it's terrible. There's no way to like this. The second thing that bothers me is just the cut-up slices of hot dog <laughs> that are just sitting there. That's bad. That, I mean, right off the top, that, too, is very bad. Um, Oscar Mayer is the people's brand of, of hot dog, of... Of pork butt tube. Um, where the fuck do they get the audacity? Where do they get off putting gelato in here? They call it the ice dog sandwich, by the way, which... Also, for this to work... I mean, ice dog sandwich is pretty good. I like it's it. Um, great. For this to work, though, this needs to be a swirl. Like, I can't just yeah. eat one half spicy <laughs> no. Dijon gelato yeah. barf and then go try to cleanse my palate with hot dog sweet cream and candy hot dog bites Ew, and then enjoy it for like a quarter second and then barf again. This is the equivalent to like shoving a hot dog plain in your face and then squirting Dijon mustard in it afterwards. Like, that's no, not how you, fucking, that's not how it not works. Even, not even you would lick it off a plate like a dog. Like this is how Sora eats her hot dog treats, which I do give her. <laughs> um, is there any more successful vehicle than the Oscar Wire Oscar Mayer Wienermobile? Like Saturn V rocket. That's about it. That's it. I mean, that's the two things: Saturn V rocket and the Wienermobile. Yeah, like you you see the Wienermobile and like you you know it. It, it is, you know, a thing. And, and like, you know it, and you're also like, oh fuck yeah! I just saw the right. mobile. Like, you get fucking pumped. I remember the first time I saw it driving through the streets of Gainesville, and I was like, holy shit, am I a celebrity now? I still get pumped when I see it. Yeah, like it's so it's such a fucking ridiculous thing, but like, it's, it's crazy. A hot like, dog. and like, it's like a national like co- college intern search that people fucking fight for. They get like twenty six. Like Harvard kids, <laughs> like hell yeah! I'm gonna spend my summer driving around a fucking Oscar Mayer mobile. Oh, just cool. pounding was... dogs with my bros. Oh, cool! I was driving around in a, the uh, Red Bull Mini Cooper <laughs> and uh, talking to frat bro- bros for summer. It's pretty cool. Yeah, like who? I want to know whose idea. How? Yeah, like somebody was in a meeting with like the Oscar Mayer executives and was like, "Hey, y'all." You know what we need is is a car, like an advertising vehicle. And they're like, yeah, we could put like a, what, like an ad on the side of a bus maybe. Or like just a car that has, we slap some some magnets on. It's like, no, we need a car in the shape of a giant hot dog. This thing needs actually, to be the size of an RV. And actually, we need seven of them to go around all the time. People will love it. <sighs> Michael, even... Oh, even better news. Did you know that you or I or anyone could book a one-night stay in the Wienermobile? Are you on kidding Air- me? On Airbnb? stay ah! in the Wienermobile? Oh, my God. Sorry. Oh, an autoplay video ad for the Wienermobile just started blasting in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, oh, you just missed it. Fuck. 
It was in Chicago for August 1st through 3rd during Lollapalooza. Oh. oh you fool. Relish a stay in the real Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. $136 a night? Are you kidding me? Is it Oscar Mayer or Oscar Meyer? Because Meyer implies that there's an E. It's M-E-Y-E-R. M-A-Y-E-R does not say Oscar Meyer. Oscar Meyer. I mean, Mayer would be O-R or H-E-R. Take it out with John Mayer. (laughs) Oh, my God. This looks incredible. I I can't believe I fucking missed it. I'm... Honestly, mad you did, because I would have flown up and said, no, "I would have stayed, stayed the night with you." And one I of wonder, these- I wonder what chassis they built this on. I want to know Sorry. everything about the Wienermobile. The autoplay videos don't stop. <laughs> it's so loud. I mean, Sorry. there's like a shag rug in there. It is all red and yellow, as you would expect. Mm-hmm. It's actually way more technology technologically advanced than I would have expected. Not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. There's like a there's actually like fr- flat screens t- flat screen TVs. <laughs> is that, hold on, is that your like low bar for technological advance? I mean, like, it's a, it's oh, an Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, and it looks like it's on the platform of like a 1965 car. So I assumed it would just be like basically the the spaceship uh, modern homes that's like on top of the strip club in Tampa. Uh, this 1969 Wienermobile featured a Ford Thunderbird taillights, a Chevy motor home frame, and uh, averaged, wow, 187 smiles per gallon. Uh, there are six Wienermobiles. So I was That's only off fun. by four years. I- I'm just shocked that you think this Wienermobile car, like the height of the technology, and it's like, oh, it's got a flat screen. Pretty cool. <laughs> just say They made a hot dog drive the streets of the USA, Michael. <laughs> it's already a technological marvel. Uh, although, yeah, one of the things that I thought was a, <laughs> one of the things that I thought was, uh, some kind of GPS or some kind of technolo- technology was actually just a picture of, like, a painting of Chicago. So, no, I take it back. So, what do you think the chances are that, okay, so there's six Wienermobiles, that there's kind of like a Wiener Force One out there, just like a... <laughs> A mobile Oscar Mayer <laughs> command center that just obviously all the other six Wiener Rubios will return to at some point and form like a hot dog Voltron. Mm. If if they need to ever go to war with like Nathan's. I Nathan's think doesn't even pretty, have a they don't have a vehicle. I mean, I mean who I mean if Pepsi's got fucking submarines, I don't even want to know what Nathan's <laughs> has. But I mean, at a certain point, it's like, what? what is Nathan's going to do? We're like, uh, well, hey, look at our hot dog cart. Like, no one fucking cares. No one gives a shit. So we got a fleet of Wienermobiles. Mm-hmm. We got we got the soda subs. We just need... Oh, the, didn't Pepsi have the Harrier jet, too? Or is that um, the thing? That was just the commercial. They had it, and then someone tried to... I think it was Coke, and they tried to get enough points to <laughs> legally buy... The Harrier Dread with Coke points. No, it was Mountain Dew, right? Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. And they were like, "No, we don't legally have to give you one." But I'm just saying, we're almost we're we're almost there for the the terrible processed food, just Army Navy Air Force. Someone's gonna have a blimp pretty soon. Um, oh, I'm sure, sure they got Goodyear. We got the Goodyear blimp, but that's not the, food. Yeah, and they're not dropping bombs. They're, they can drop tires and some things. Not impressive. There's a pillow. Um, there's a pillow in the Oscar where. Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, it says, I'm just here for the hot dogs. Isn't everyone here? Yeah. That's a, <laughs> actually, that pillow makes me mad. We're all fucking here for the hot dogs. I'm that's in the, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, dumbass. <laughs> all right, Michael, you have any other stories for me? What do you What do you have for me? I mean, I just brought you that last one, but... um. Michael, speaking of hogs and hot dogs and all tubes of meat and whatnot... <laughs> um. You know, sometimes the hospitals just mix it up. Yeah, there was that guy who had the wrong leg amputated a while back. Yeah, pretty like a classic like ER situation. Like, oh, you cut off the right. That's why you you write this leg, not this <laughs> leg, because you don't want the doctors fucking. And up. they actually do something similar. Like that's why they mark up your shit. They're like, yeah, we don't I mean, want to forget. Which like great, but also read my chart, I guess. Like or like. I know I've talked to you, doctor, and you've looked at me multiple times. Know which leg is the problem one, I guess. But yeah, yeah I feel like they should just have a a 
picture of a body, mm-hmm. like front and back. So and on, then, on the chart where they could just mark the, the the stuff that should stay there and the stuff that should go away. Like this one, st- this was this is the good one. We want <laughs> we want one. this one because that's the worst part about having the wrong limb amputated is that you still have to have the other one amputated. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, now you you really got me. You really got me pretty good, um, Michael. If you had to pick one area of your body that you like wouldn't want doctors to just actively fuck up a surgery on i'll give you i'll give you two i was gonna say i would say i would say brain first because that seems just very bad eyes would be pretty bad too Mm -hmm. um probably my my downstairs mix-up would be up Mm, there yeah the downstairs mix-up is well yeah you 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 hit it right on the head um <laughs> we're ba- we're back in Britain this time, bud, and um apparently holy shit, we got a lot of British stories I mean it's a fucked up place mm-hmm. we like we like to think that you know just Europe in general and Britain they're more enlightened because they talk funny and they like all all their actors come here to steal our jobs, so they're like, oh, they must be better than us they're not. They're they're just they're just shitheads like us, and they don't even have a wiener mobile. So what's the point? Well, and the problem is that we we came from them, and not even right. like the best and the brightest from them. No, the people who are like, I don't want to be, <laughs> like, I want to go do dumb shit uh-huh. over here where no um, one can see so. me. Yeah. My <laughs> uh, um, Michael, a British man went in for a bladder procedure. Receiving bladder Botox. Bladder Botox. was mistakenly I'm assuming that's not like a cosmetic surgery like when you get Botox in your eyebrows. It's not so people can really be like impressed by <laughs> like how high and tight your bladder is. No, no, no. <laughs> Although my initial... I, we, we chatted about this briefly. My initial... I just looked it up. My initial sus- suspicion was correct. It is to treat urinary incontinence because it tightens everything up. Yep. Makes so, sense. Makes sense. I guess it stops bladder spasms which commonly occur in women but can be very serious in men with neurogenic bladder from neural uh, neurologic disease i don't know what any of those words mean but here we are anyway i'm he not went a doctor, to get Jim. his he went to get some botox shot up into his bladder because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. his pee was all fucked up and i don't really know exactly how but someone managed to chop off his foreskin <laughs> They circumcised him instead of giving him a bladder procedure? How, mm-hmm. how old was this man? Oh, he was 70 years old. So somebody went in there and was like, yeah, this seven-year-old man clearly came in here to get circumcised. They're like, I'm oh, not going to double check this at all. You know, he he's tired of riding a covered wagon. It's been <laughs> too long. It's He wants people to finally see him for who he is and chop his thing off. <laughs> yeah, like, in what... Is it a natural? Is it like a common occurrence that seventy-year-old men come in to get circumcised? I don't. I don't make it a habit of talking to seventy-year-old men about anything. <laughs> Certainly not about their penises. <sighs> so I don't know. I, 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 you know, Michael, I haven't done the science. I haven't looked at the research. I'm guessing, guessing, not that common of a procedure. I feel like the the bladder Botox for the um, the, I'll say this. the spasms is probably more common. Almost probably a daily procedure for most hospitals. Um, I will say this. From what I know of the circumcision process, it is a process that is only done to babies because they won't remember it. (laughs) And that's the only reason it gets done, because it sounds horrible. It is kind of weird that we do that, right? Mm Mm-hmm. We're just like... Hey, hey, uh, welcome, welcome to the world, baby. Um, we don't think you're gonna want this because it's anymore. dirty or something. I don't know. We won't teach you to clean it. <laughs> we're, Certainly, we're just gonna we're just gonna take a little snip off of your body for no reason whatsoever. And then when you grow up a couple years and you're playing in the yard and 30 to 50 feral <laughs> hogs come running through and attack you, we're gonna kill them with guns, but we won't eat them. No. Because they're all so unclean, like your dick. (laughs) (laughs) 
but yeah, he yeah. did get twenty thousand pounds for his trouble, though. Twenty. Which, that doesn't seem like enough. It, it, Michael, can I say this? If I was seventy year old, if I was seventy years old and still had my foreskin, I would gladly take twenty thousand pounds. Be like for my foreskin, and probably also a free bladder Botox. Okay, see now, now we're talking. Although like, the, he, he lives in he lives in the UK, they have he got free bladder. Sure, he was getting it anyway. He was well. Hey, guess what? He also got. I mean, he got a free <laughs> circumcision also, <laughs> plus a monetary award. So, I mean, honestly, Michael, it's almost the opposite of like your point earlier. Is like, oh man, they took the wrong leg. They still have to take the other leg. This is kind of a, a nice. It's like, well, I wasn't using that one. I got that done for free, seventy years too late, um, and I still get my 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 bladder tightened up with the good the good medicine, and I get twenty grand to blow on. I don't know. I'm seventy, probably nothing. So uh, here's my question though. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, when these mix-ups happen, like if they take the wrong leg, it's just because the the chart was wrong or something. But like, do you think that it's possible that they mixed up patients? So somebody who came in to get a circumcision got a bladder Botox? Some some like six week old kid is just <laughs> like has the tightest bladder out there, hasn't peed in weeks. Like this makes no sense to us either, but this makes no sense. That seven year old man wants circumcision. This seven month old baby wants a bladder Botox, so guess that's what we're doing. Guess no reason to double check this at all. <laughs> I mean, Michael, this is what you get from socialized medicine. It's a good point. And that's that's it. That's the close the book on that one. Thanks, Bernie. But no thanks. I bet he was circumcised at seven days old. Mm. Not seventy years. I I don't actually can I cut that? I'm gonna cut that because I don't want to know about Bernie Sanders' dick. <laughs> you don't. And now we're gonna talk about Bernie Sanders' dick for a little bit. It's gonna yell at you. Very loudly. Do you think the hair looks exactly the same as his hair on his head? 100%. But it's not where you think. <laughs> do you think when he... It's also on the hair ahead of his penis. Do you think when he wags his finger at you, it's all he's also wagging his dick? Yeah, but not. it's not... He didn't mean to. It's just he's an old man. And it's all kind of down there. <laughs> uh. Let's talk more about Bernie Sanders' dick. Let's talk more. Hi, my name's Bernie Sanders Dick. I'd like to travel to the UK now. That is actually the name I would go with. You could get away with Bernie Sanders Dick. Bernie Sanders Dick. Yeah. Yeah. I think I could get away with that. <laughs> um, Bernie Sanders Harry Dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you're pushing it. Listen, you. We know it. We know Harry Dick is nasty. All right? <laughs> you can't you're not getting past us. <laughs> the UK Home Office. Sorry. Like, why didn't he just change his name to something just like Dick? Like, Dick's a name. Mm-hmm. Dick Canard. Like, that would have been fine. And, I mean, honestly, why keep... If you're gonna go for fucking hard, why keep Kenny? It should have been Dick fucking hard. Exactly. It should have been, like... Or, like, I only fucking hard. <laughs> My name's I only. No, it just should have been an initials. It'll be like Ian Michael, I am. Mm. Yeah. Mm. See? It's just, it's, uh, you know what? At first I thought it was clever, and then, you know, it's just not well thought out at all. I, I feel like he did not think about this before he did it. It was the first idea that came to his, like, hmm, fucking hard's funny. I'm going to change my name to fucking hard. No thought other than that. No thought. Kind of like, oh, I- I'm 16. I guess I'm now Coco Kenny. Where the fuck does Coco Kenny even come from? I don't want to know. I mean, so this man is my age. So, what would... Coco Cushing? I mean, I'll be Coco Cushing. <laughs> you know me. Michael, what do you got going for me this week, buddy? Final story. Final story. Wait on me. Final story. Do you remember the Smash 1993 and basically probably all through the the mid to late 90s sensation the latin sensation the macarena i was literally just doing the macarena like a week ago to prove to someone that i still knew how to do it because they're like i don't know if i know how to do it are you kidding me everyone knows how to do the fucking it's it's in your brain it has been it is there and you can never get it out 
Apparently, my friend Shazad does not know how to do it. Well, he didn't until I did it for him. Then he's like, oh, yeah, that's it. So somebody, I don't know. This has happened before, like, you know, the internet and social media. And no one thought about the Macarena for a long time. And somebody actually, like, worked out the lyrics to it on Twitter. Why? Why? I don't know. Probably because they were like, huh, maybe I'm learning Spanish. I'm going to try and think about what they're saying. Um, So... It's one of those things. It, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll say you probably could have guessed. I probably should have guessed that it was like very sexual. Yeah. Yeah. They all want me. They can't have me. So they all come and dance beside me. Move, move with me. Chant with me. And if you're good, I'll take you home with me. Yeah. Okay. Pretty sexual. Pretty explicitly clear. Uh huh. But don't you worry about my boyfriend. He's a boy whose name is Victorino. I don't want him. Couldn't stand him. He was no good. So I now come on. What was I supposed to do? He was out of town. His two friends were so fine. So she killed Victorino and fucked his. She friends. killed Victorino, and then she fucked both of his friends. That is the song we've been dancing to for going on twenty six years now. And I mean, so a lot of it is. So if you do the hand motions, like, doot, 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 doot. So she stabbed Victorino four times, covered her hands up, then danced backwards on one friend, and then danced forward on the other friend. So, yeah. It makes sense. It all checks out. Yeah, I've I've actually done the dance math, and uh, (laughs) yeah. There's a reason we, Michael, you said, like, no one looked this closely at it. It's like, because no one fucking cared. <laughs> like, why? Like, I had the cool dance. Everyone can do it. It's easy for white folks to do at a wedding or a baseball game. It's great. The The Florida Marlins can bring nine fat dudes out to dance to it as the merman. Everyone has a good time. It's kind of like uh, tub thumping. I don't want to know what that means. And I don't care. I, I get it. He drinks a whiskey, drink a vodka, drink a lager, drink. Great. Okay, cool. He's a drunkard. He get, He falls over a lot. I don't want to know what tub thumping means. And I didn't think that much about it. I didn't need to know what Macarena meant. <laughs> I don't need to know what any Ricky Martin song means. I assume it. I assume everything that Ricky Martin is singing is that he wants to fuck my mom. I, and I'm probably right. I can guarantee you that that is not the intent behind Ricky Martin's songs. <laughs> Ricky Glacius. Sorry, Ricky Glacius. Uh, Enrique Iglesias. Enrique. Hey, old Ricky Iglesias. He might want to fuck my mom. Enrique Iglesias definitely wants to fuck your mom. Yeah, Ricky Martin, 100%. he's just having a great time. <laughs> you know what? Ricky Martin would show my mom a good time and have For some rosé sure. with her. And that'd be fine. Enrique Iglesias in the hand. All the songs I think are about fucking my mom, but I don't want to read too far into those lyrics because I don't want to know. By I didn't want to know. Most. Let the rhythm take need... you over by Yeah, I bet you want to Take Quiero to Mamacito. He does say it in the song. See, it's right there. It's right so, there. I didn't need to know that the Macarena was about a woman who killed her boyfriend and fucked <laughs> his two best friends. Like, I didn't need that. <laughs> but now you do. Yeah, and I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, it doesn't change my perception of the song whatsoever. I'm still going to do the dance. 100%. Yeah. But I mean, again, we were so innocent in the '90s, and every every song was so sexually like laden, dripping with sexual. You know, we were at trivia night, and it was the the category was a music one. It was slow jams, mm. and like there was a couple Brian McKnight, Boys to Men, some and you're like, sure, man, this song is literally just straight up. Like boys and men, I want to make love to you is like, hey, come in, take off your fucking clothes. We're gonna we're gonna fuck just. We're, we're fucking now and yeah. that's the entire song and like that was on the radio mm-hmm. like we listened to that with our parents and they were like yeah this is cool this is great yeah throw your clothes on the floor i'm gonna take my clothes off too i mean i i explicitly remember the first time i heard it wasn't me by shaggy <laughs> like i had heard it and then because i think it came on like fuse as a music video and like 12 year old me was like this is all seems a little weird and then i remember it coming on the radio with my dad and like the like dawning horror of my father hearing this song and like after like probably like two minutes like actually catching like the meaning of the song like "Uh oh (laughs) (laughs) but naked ringing on the bathroom floor uh the night the 90s were a crazy time man yeah. Can you imagine like the 90s if if social media existed? 
Twitter would have a field day with like every new, re- like every like Tuesday at that point <laughs> would just be, which, you know what? It's a fucking crime that they moved album releases to Friday now. Yeah. Not that anyone really gives a fuck about album releases, but like Tuesday gave you such a chance to like have a CD like come out, like you would go to like Best Buy or Suncoast or whatever the fuck and get it. And then <laughs> like you listen to it and then you'd have like midweek conversation. Now you just don't because like albums drop and you like might hear it on the weekend on Spotify when you're streaming it. And then but like I feel like if if Twitter still had like if music Twitter had albums fallen on a Tuesday when we all had were like had nothing else to do and could talk about Shaggy talking about banging this woman <laughs> on the bathroom floor. Yeah. We all would have had a great time. If I yeah, if I could change one like if I could go back in time and change one thing, like a very inconsequential thing. Like, if I wasn't allowed to change anything of consequence, like, I can't, like, assassinate dictators or, like, make sure tragedies don't happen. I just want Twitter to change exist. Change your, your legal last name to me so hard. <laughs> I want Twitter to exist, but everything else to be exactly the same in the 90s. Like, you still can't stream music. You have to go to the fucking store. But Twitter exists. And that's mm-hmm. it. That's the only technological change is that Twitter exists. Twitter exists, and also your phone can want run two apps, Snake 2 and Twitter as it exists right now. <laughs> Just like when Cotton Eye Joe came out. Like... The memes. Like, wh- oh. why? What is that? What does that even mean? Who is Cotton Eye Joe? Why does it exist? Why is this a song? Why are we still playing it? I mean, that's a question. I mean, why are we? I mean, that's a... Hmm. Man, I'm reading the lyrics for... It wasn't me, and boy, howdy, this is boy, just a... howdy, indeed. There's just a lot going on in this song <laughs> that I didn't... I really didn't... Hmm. Oh, that was another thing. Uh, <laughs> this reminds me because it's very explicit in the lyrics. Um, so apparently, the uh, the guidelines for the UK's passport name rules explicitly mention phonetic <laughs> pronunciation of names, mm. which is... Actually, very important for the lyrics on Google. For it wasn't because they are, they're like down to the to the phoneme. They got it, man. Somebody in the year of our Lord twenty twelve put a video on YouTube that is called "How to Do the Macarena." Why? Do you know how many views it has? Seventeen million. Six million three hundred twenty nine thousand views. Twenty twelve. People are still trying to figure out how to do the Macarena 19 years after it came out. Would you care to guess what color skin those people all have? It's also infuriating. This person is 100% Asian. Damn. (laughs) Michael, you know what we need to do, though? Yeah. Growth hacking. We need to create a video for for honkies, like, I don't know, how to Dougie or, like, how to floss. And then, like, we start off with, like, six seconds of a kid just doing the floss. And then it's just, like... Jump into you and me talking about I don't know Vladimir Putin's dick or something, and that's how we that's how we get the listeners because it's criminal that we only have three hundred listeners a week, and these ding dongs have six million views. Hotel Transylvania apparently has a Macarena scene in it. Oh, sorry, Hotel Transylvania three. Yeah, that's when it went off hill after uh, Danny Trezovsky or whatever. Uh, I don't know the creator. Blah blah blah. What? <laughs> you you knew way more about that than I expected. Only from another podcast that I've listened to. <laughs> All right, Michael, I think that's going to do it for us this week on Trends in Low Places. It's been lovely talking with you, buddy. Um, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, everyone, rate and subscribe. Uh, if you want to shoot us a story or have us uh, read a message to us, uh, you can shoot us an email at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. Uh, we read everything we get. Um, I would say the... The Gmail or Instagram is a great way to get in touch with us, or Twitter. That works, too. Just don't Facebook message us. We It never comes through. Nope. And, uh, Michael, do we do another show? We do. We do another one called Longest Days of Our Lives, where we are watching every single episode of the hit 2000s TV show 24 with the incomparable Kiefer Sutherland as Jack Bauer. And uh, we are on season three, episode six. Six, yeah. And uh, seven. It, season three is a doozy. It is a doozy. If even if you haven't listened to episode one, I mean uh, seasons one and two, it 
season three, you can jump right in. You get the gist. You get the yeah. idea. Jack Bauer does good stuff. It's a real time. He saves the president, shoots people real good. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, great. Know, pretty standard stuff. Um, oh, we, ha- I ha- we have a, a small update. If If one of us were to perish in the mm. fairly near future, mm-hmm. it is quite possible that we could be our corpses attached to a THAAD missile test, which is the... <gasps> Uh, That's right. Yeah, which is the 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 missile that would shoot down an ICBM that was coming towards the United States. Uh, so, which makes us superheroes. It would it would be the coolest thing ever. Rachel keeps saying that she wouldn't allow it, but I'm gonna have it in my last will and testament, so she doesn't have a choice legally. And Michael, do you want me? To, you want to go ahead and make me the executor of your will? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, okay, great. for that, sure. That I mean, if. I just like I don't understand the point. I was I'm gonna be cremated anyways. I may as well be cremated in a rocket. And we can't name names, but we do have a friend who works in uh, naval intelligence. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink, wink. Uh, who did not explicitly offer to strap us to a Thad rocket and shoot us at a, a, a Iranian ICBM, but like he said it. Sh- sorry, they said it. Whoops. <laughs> I want to edit that out. <laughs> they said it. So I mean, like. It's pretty much good as gold. It's it's pretty much yeah. It's pretty much a guarantee. I mean, honestly, at this point, if if the option just arises to like, I don't know, like the M and M's commercial before the movies that tell you to shut up, and like someone's like, "Hey, do you want me to chain you to this rocket on the off chance Iran shoots an ICBM?" I'm like, "Yeah, all right, I'll I'll wait here. I got nothing else going on." I mean, it seems like like the coolest thing you could possibly do. Hmm. In life or death, is to ride a rocket. I mean, honestly, if if my dead corpse, single-handedly, by myself, with no help whatsoever from man or technology, stops a nuclear missile from destroying <laughs> this country, I'm the greatest man who ever lived. You're a GD hero, man. Mm-hmm. That was me. Sorry, I did that. My, I did that when I was dead. Yeah. Single-handedly what have by you myself. done? Because, yeah, you, you yeah. know, sometimes, like, especially when we get to the age that we're at now where it's like, you see these people who are like, oh, this guy became a billionaire by the time he was 29. And you're like, well, I feel like a shithead because I'm just a normal person. Mm-hmm. But I stopped a nuclear attack uh, while I was dead. So well, I was dead. I, I, you know, I did it while I was sleeping. The longest more sleep. The long, the long sleep good night. I did it. Michael, you know what gets me the most depressed about anything in my entire life? Hmm. Um, young British soccer players when they're like seventeen years old, mm. making like six million dollars a year, and just like scoring goals left and right. I'm like, oh, cool, yeah, that's pretty neat. Yep. Uh, I can't wait till I die and someone straps my body to a rocket <laughs> to stop stop World War Three before it so starts. So I can finally be cool. Yeah, finally do something worthwhile, mm. and they'll put my name on a library one day. One day. Michael, it's been lovely talking with you, buddy. Love you. Love you, too. Toodles. I'm gonna fuck these two guys.